you put this goal on a pedestal and you're like, I need to have this and I want to have this. And I honestly, I can tell you from my own personal experience, honestly, it was the journey that was so much more exciting and rewarding. When I like reflect back, it's all about the journey. If you're lost, feeling low, if it feels like you've got nowhere to go, take a break, look and see that there's still so much that you can be if you need i'm around we will pick your feet up off the ground and we'll turn it around welcome to the captivating creatives podcast this is a podcast for an actor singer dancer creative artist of any kind we'll be taking one deep deep stage dive into personal development for creatives with interviews intention setting getting yourself motivated and so much more ready go you guys it is an honor to get to share with you today's episode because I got to interview Heather Alice Marie, who multi-passionate, I don't even think covers this amazing woman. She is, just to give you guys a little bit of background, she is an online business coach. She also heads up a digital marketing team as her nine to five. And because her life wasn't busy enough, she decided to open up her own health food restaurant. Now, why was it so important for me to interview Heather on the show? First of all, when it comes to mindset, this woman is a rock star. Not only does she share a little bit of her own mindset beliefs and stuff that you guys can start implementing, but she also tells us about her journey into personal development, her journey from an emotional eater, and now she uses fitness as a way to empower herself and her mindset every single day. That Literally, her story gives me chills and the stuff that she says, it's amazing. And also, we sprinkle in a little bit of user experience at the very end, which is a must. I repeat, a must for you to know if you are wanting to have a stronger presence online. So without further ado, let me introduce to you today, Heather Alice Marie. Hello, Heather. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so freaking much for being here on the podcast today. And also, thank you for being my first ever interviewee. This is so exciting. I am honored to be your first interviewee, and thank you for having me. Of course. Well, first and foremost, for people who do not know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I would love to. So my name is Heather Alice Marie, and I'm actually a multi-passionate person. So I have multiple, multiple things happening. Um, so I am a, an online business coach. I am also, I also have a nine to five. I head up a digital marketing e-commerce team, uh, specifically in uh, user experience, which I love. And very recently I just opened my own health food restaurant. So, so freaking cool. <laughs> plug your plug your health food restaurant. Just oh, yes. Oh, yes, I will. It's called Mixed. Uh, it is based in Warren, New Jersey, and it is all about healthy options, healthy foods, so clean eating, and we make sure if you have specific diet needs, we, are, we accommodate all that. So gluten-free, uh, or if someone does paleo, or... Um, we also do keto, like anything really, uh, vegan, vegetarian, all of it. I 
first of all, love that because I've done paleo on and off for like three years and it is such a fucking nightmare when I go to restaurants and I'm like, hi, I'm so sorry. I can't have this or this or this. Can I have no cheese? And they're like rolling their eyes and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm existing right now. <laughs> it's like, yes, oh you, my should nev- you should never, I, I, you should never have to feel that way. And I don't want anyone else to feel that way because I know what it's like to really struggle with some of those things or just really want to make the choice, like a healthy choice. Uh, I have a, a nutrition background as well. So, um, so I understand how that is. And so that's really one of the reasons why Nick was born. So I'm pretty excited about it. I love that. Well, actually, that's a great little segue. How did you freaking get into personal development and this whole coaching world? That is an amazing question. So my journey uh, in, in online coaching when I first started, I actually started out in network marketing. As oh, I didn't know that. Yes, as a beach body coach. And the reason why I was... Um, really drawn to it. So I actually taught group fitness for about 16 years. I still have two people that I personally train, but, uh, because I love them. <laughs> I love that. <it. laughs> yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually uh, teach anymore. However, um, I had gotten really burnt out. It, it does take a big toll on you. There's a lot. I was teaching Zumba and I just, um, I just got really, really burnt out. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of my friends, she was doing, she was a beach body coach. And I was like, Oh, I want to, I want to have a, a group. It was like private Facebook group where I'm helping people. Like I can totally do this. And one of the pillars within beach body is personal development. Mm. And so that is actually how I got started in the personal development space. I wasn't really aware of it until uh, I learned about it through there. What have been your favorite personal development things along the way? Books, speakers, stuff like that. Ooh, good question. Okay, so I have, yeah, and it, it's, it's definitely changed along the way. So there's, there's a couple. I'm very, uh, in, I was very interested in the law of attraction. So one of the, one of the books uh, that I listened to, I, I actually like to listen to books. Uh, so one of the ones I listened to many times was The Secret. Love that. And yeah, and it really started there. That book's, I think it's a good foundational one. It doesn't really give you the how, but it at least gives you, you know, the, the concepts and kind of so you can understand what the law of attraction really is and kind of digging. And it helps you set the tone to dig into who you are. Can we really um, and, quickly, for anyone who yeah. does not know what the law of attraction is, can we talk about what it is real quick? So really the principle of law of attraction is really um, really understanding your your mindset and how you think and um, you, a lot of that actually comes with visualization and, and things like that. And it's really how you can attract the life and the things that you want and your mind and your thoughts are how that happens. Like manifestation, law of attraction, those things really do go hand in hand. And just like realizing this whole world is just built up of energy and the vibrational energy and stuff like that. And how that coming to you is how we live our day-to-day lives, whether you're getting a bill or a parking ticket or you're getting a, a raise, a partner that you fell in love with, so, like, you know, stuff like that. Okay, so one of the other ones I really, uh, I highly recommend is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Love that. It's actually also, she is describing the law of attraction, but in a really relatable and funny way. So um, I highly, highly recommend that if anyone, anyone listening has not. Uh, read or listen to it. She reads it, so it's really good to hear it from her. She's very uh, millennial. I don't know, how, like she's very yeah. like kind of real, like 
kind of no bullshit, like, which yeah, I yes. love. I love yes. that about her. Yes. Absolutely. And then I think once you kind of go through that journey, the next one up, and I don't recommend starting with this one until you've kind of had a little bit behind your, like behind your, behind you and under your belt. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is breaking the habit of being yourself. I've never heard of this one. I'm not. Yeah. And it is by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Ah, yes. Okay. You may have heard of him. He has two books. The second one is Supernatural, but I highly, I actually haven't even finished Supernatural. You have to take the book in chunks. Um, That honestly, um, breaking the habit of being yourself was absolutely life-changing for me. Why was it life-changing? So he has an interesting way of describing how, he actually has, the way he, he describes, this is definitely more on the spiritual side and really digging into learning who you actually are, the stories you tell yourself, the things that you hold on to and the things you hold to be true. And so he breaks it down. He talks about how our minds actually work. And um, so it, there's some science, there's definitely science behind it. And uh, I actually have the book. I actually have the physical book and I also have it. Uh, I would listen to it. So I recommend both and you can take it in chunks, but he has a lot of questions you ask, you can ask yourself. And it, it is what it says. You are you are breaking the habit of you, and what you're uncovering is what is holding you back. What are the things that hold you back and have held you back? Um, in my journey, and this is probably for this is probably everybody. Um, mine is uh, mine is or was because um, I'm definitely a lot like I, it doesn't really show up for me anymore. But self doubt and unworthiness, and this showed up everywhere in my life. And so from actually from Beachbody, I, um, I left that because I, I just wanted more. I wanted my own thing. And so I became an emotional eating coach because this is something that I struggled with for my entire life. And actually that book was one of the things that helped me because I was chasing the right diet. Like I was trying to figure out how to eat right. And uh, you know, yo-yo dieting and all that stuff and over-exercising and stuff like that. But the the real reality of what was going on was I did not love myself. I felt, felt completely unworthy and I just walked around with such self-doubt. When I stood in front of the mirror, I said the worst things to myself. And so when I took that journey to start healing that, that's actually when everything else changed in my life, um, including I I would walk around this like deep, hunger. I would binge on food and I didn't know what was going on, but I knew something was wrong. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there's multiple pillars to how I, how I overcame it, but the big part was really learning what was going on with myself and discovering who I was. I, oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So for anyone out there who maybe is in the chunk of it or just wanting so desperately to get out of that looking in the mirror and just hating themselves and saying these terrible things that they wouldn't say to their worst enemy, what are some things you would immediately tell that person to do? So the first thing is, I have a couple of things that I want to recommend. So the first thing is to just become aware, Hmm. become aware of what you're saying to yourself and when you're saying that to yourself. And a really good exercise, this is something that um, I, I would teach uh, my emotional eating clients was I want and it it's really hard in the beginning but 
I want you to stand in front of the mirror and I want you to just stand there. And I want you to just take notice of what you're saying. What are you saying? What do you, what do you see? What parts are you, you know, talking, how are you talking to yourself and what are you saying? Because once you become aware, you can then start taking steps to making a change. And the way you can make a change. So once you become aware, one of the uh, things that had a profound effect on my personal life was I took a 21 day happiness challenge, which sounds, yeah, it sounds like not a big deal. Yeah. It does not sound like a big deal. And I actually wound up writing it. It was for me, but it's on a blog somewhere that I Mm -hmm. don't even in the universe of the interweb. (laughs) It's in the web somewhere. Um, But I did every single day for 21 days. I may have skipped like here and there, but I did 21 days in total, 21 things. And every single day I just wrote down something that made me happy. And this is, this is part of like the law of attraction as well, because what you're doing is you need to shift your, your thoughts from negative to positive. You need to get to that past the 50%. So if you're at 51% plus of the time in a positive mindset, everything around you is going to change because your perception is your reality. Yep. So do just doing this 21 day challenge. And all it was, was at night, after the day was over, I would sit down and I would take five minutes and I would write down something that made me happy for the day. It made me think about my day from that lens. Do you continue this practice in any way still? Or is this, yes. oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> what yes, do you do? I, do, I do. So um, I actually have a journal that it's, it's the company's Fitspiration. For whatever reason, I just really like it. And in this journal, it has, um, you, you write down uh, three things that you're grateful for for the day. So that's the first thing. Then it asks you a question of um, what is one thing you love about your strong body, which is really important. Uh, can you say that again? Because yes. that is such a great question. Yeah. What is one thing that you love about your strong body? Oh, I love that. Oh my God. I'm literally writing that down. That is yeah. freaking brilliant already. Oh my God. I, honestly, for anyone, especially creatives and things like you know, people who are really um, in the spotlight and you're putting yourself out there, it can be so hard, especially if you're you know, being told no constantly, um, when you can just sit down and be like, you know what, my arms are badass <laughs> or whatever it is. And honestly, when you first start it, it may feel weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I, I know like my, my clients, when I work with them, I, I, I recommend that they get this book, uh, this journal. And, and I'm like, it's going to feel hard in the beginning, but then over time you're going to be like, you know what? I look really good. Like I am. And it's just the mindset you're shifting that mindset. Um, and then like, it kind of just asks it, there was maybe a couple other questions in there. Um, and then there's a little section on the right side and you can kind of journal about your day. And I use the law of attraction principles from that to, to do, I mean, I journaled for, for probably a year straight about, Mm -hmm. Um, things that I wanted. So I had a vision to, this was, I started doing this before I became an emotional eating coach, actually. So I had visions of wanting this and I would write in my journal, I am so you know, happy and thankful for, you know, whoever I helped and, 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 and all that. And honestly, like now that I look back, like it all came, it all came together. It actually- oh my God. I just got chills. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so freaking true. And I cannot tell you how much it helps to hear over and over and over again, Hey, this shit works. 
Like it, it really does work because then it's like, okay, I'll drink the Kool-Aid. I'll try it. And then one time it happens. And then the next time, then next thing you know, you're, you're talking all a lot of law of attraction. Oh, I love yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Um, so what does fitness and stuff look like for you today? Cause I know that's a huge part of your life. It really, it is. It's a huge part of my life. And it's, it's, I've had a, it's a very different relationship that I have now with um, fitness and nutrition than it was previously. It, for me previously, it was all about, I need to lose weight. I need to be smaller, you know, that dieting and all that. But, um, you know, I've had a lot of things kind of go on in, in my life that have changed my perspective. And, and so now um, it's really because when I eat well and I work out, I am, I am, I operate at my most optimal level. My, my, I have the most, my mental clarity is so it's through the roof. And so I, I actually feel like a superhero on most days. That's just how I, how I feel. I want to like take a yellow <laughs> highlighter and just highlight everything that you just said, because it's so freaking, when you move your body, your mind changes that yes. like, cause it's, it's literally so impossible because when you're in a crap state, when you're feeling super high anxiety, you're mm -hmm. not moving. Your right. body's still, you're curled up, you're being small. But when you're exercising, when you're moving your body, when you're feeling strong, your blood's pumping and this, your head and your heart, they start working together. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I can actually start thinking of things like I want to do with my life. What are my dreams? And it just naturally comes back to you. Damn, that's good, girl. Yeah, it really, it really helps. So I primarily lift weights. Um, I love, I love lifting. It has changed my life. There's so many there's so many things It just teaches you so many things and it makes your, not only does it make your body strong just from a physical standpoint, mm -hmm. but from a mental standpoint for me, I mean, it's really taught me like, listen, you're going to fail. And some days, some days you're going to fail, but guess what? You keep at that. If you keep at it, you're just going to get stronger and you're just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And so when you have, like, if you have something that you know, like deep down, you know, you're meant to do no matter what you just keep going and no matter what if if the weight of the world is on top of you you just keep focused and you just keep going because it's going to come together everything's going to come together if you just like keep pushing oh that's so good that's so good <laughs> oh my goodness well that's the perfect little segue you're so you are primarily a business coach right now and you do a lot of talking about mindset how do those things work together? I would, so here's really how it works together. If for anyone that is wanting to start their own business or they, they have their own business, mm -hmm. you have to be working on your mindset. Which I want to pause real quick. Performers and creative artists, <laughs> you are your own business. You are the CEO of yourself. This is mm -hmm. definitely applies to you. Continue. <laughs> yes. So, uh, for anyone, honestly, it's not just necessarily, it's really not just necessarily someone who wants to start a business in general. The, the best thing that you could ever do for yourself is invest in discovering who you truly are. And that really is doing the mindset there. I mean, there's, a, there's pillars, there's fueling your body correctly. There's moving your body. And then there's the, there's the mindset and the spiritual side uh, of, of things, you know, kind of everyone has their own beliefs, but um and when I was speaking to you earlier about um, the book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, in there he has some really powerful guided meditations 
and um, they they basically you journal before you go into those meditations. They're actually pretty intense. I, I've done I've done them. Like they're really intense. But what you're doing is you're so for me, like I said, it was um, unworthiness and self doubt. And I, you basically are like going through and you're like feeling where it is and you're actually like pulling it out and you're visualizing yourself getting rid of it, giving it away. This no longer serves me. I do not need this anymore. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. You have to like, you practice at it, but it's so helpful. And so this translates to, you know, let's say you have a business, you're creative, you're a performer. If you go into whatever you're doing in that, I'm not going to get this, this is not going to work out for me. And that self-doubt or unworthiness of that's what's happening shows up. Um, you're not going to, you're not going to see what you want to see. You've got to work through the shit that, that is holding you down. And it's so, it's literally worth every second of your time to do this. Oh my God. It's so true. If you just keep on dealing with the surface shit, you're going to keep getting the surface shit. (laughs) Like it's, it's, oh my God. So what is something, if you had to say like one thing that you wish everyone freaking knew about mindset, what would you say that would be? Oh man, that's a good question. Oh it's a um, question. <laughs> it is. I mean, I feel like there's like a lot of ways to answer it, but the first mm-hmm. thing that comes to my mind is this is that's the secret. Mind your mindset is the actual secret. You you already hold within you whatever it is that you that you need. You already possess what it is you need. And it's a matter of you just really discovering discovering it and being in that in that really that positive vibe of like, you know what? I got this. And here's another thing that I do want to mention. So what if you fail? And by the way, if you're failing and you're failing a lot, I want you to actually, I want you to think about what's happening. Is the same thing showing up because failure, failure is a lesson. It's a lesson of learning. And so if something doesn't go your way, why? What happened? And just reflect on it. And, 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 there's probably a lesson to be learned. And then so next time when you go at it, you just take it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no failure, a, only feedback. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, life's a, it's a journey and it's an experience and it's all about having fun, I think. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Gosh, I love that. So I know we kind of touched on this a little bit, but is there any major things that you say that keep your mindset really strong? Because you've just got like, Like if there was like a stone gold pillar that was holding up like 15,000 tons of weight, that is your mindset. (laughs) Like it is that freaking rock solid. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I kind of talked about it earlier, but I do, I feel my body in a, in a certain way. And, um, this has helped me with that mental clarity. So what that is, um, well, it's kind of a long story, so I don't really want to like get too crazy into it, but I feel my body with proteins and healthy fats. 
And I really eat, I do not eat a lot of carbohydrates. Again, this is just, this is my personal experience. I actually embarked on this journey because I wanted to be more lean. And it turned out that the side effect of, of that part was the mental clarity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, so anyway, so that's like, that's number one. And number two, um, I mean, I would just say my, my life has been filled with um, a lot of really amazing things, but it's also been, I've had some seriously really dark times. Mm-hmm. And um, two years ago, my brother suddenly passed away. And that was the, one of the craziest things that, you know, really happened for me. And I used that though. I went through it and I, I still go through it. Like grief shows up whenever, but that is my catapult and why like I'm still here. I'm still alive. And so no matter what life throws at me, I know that I can handle it and there's a lesson and I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing because that's what my brother would want me to do. Oh my God. My heart just swelled. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. If you had to say to some people who were so afraid of failure, what would you say to help them get over that? It's not because you're never really over the fear of failure, I guess. But like, what are some things you would say to those people who are so incredibly crippled by the fear of failure? So fear is a very real thing. Fear in it of itself, whether it be, and I mean, I guess fear and failure are kind of together. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is actually, what is it about failure that scares you so much? what is the worst thing that's really going to happen? Like, what's the worst thing that would happen? I, oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so true. A lot of, um, at least a lot of people I coached, I'd, I'd ask them a similar question and they'd be like, I don't know. Like I don't get the part or I, my voice will quiver or something like that. And it's like, okay, great. Are you on fire? Like, <laughs> did the yeah. world just open up and swallow you whole? No, you keep going. Exactly. And, so and, and what if, like, I mean, I just kind of think of things in the way of, okay, so this happened and I failed at this, but that's okay because that just wasn't what was supposed to happen. That's not what's supposed to happen for me. Something better is going to happen. When I was talking earlier about becoming aware of your thoughts, it's kind of the same thing. If you have like this fear, fear can feel very real. I experience fear a lot and it feels like a wall. It feels like I'm, I'm up against a wall and I, I'm actually crippled. I can't really move forward. And so a lot of times I just sit back and recognize, well, what's really going on here? And then it's like, you know, I'm just going to take like one step forward. I'm going to do something that I know it doesn't have to be the whole, the whole thing, but I'm going to do one thing to just maybe help me get, just, just move it along and see what happens. Because to me, and this is really what I learned from the loss of my brother was, well, if I don't try, I will never know what I can do. And to me, not trying is way worse than actually trying. Oh, that's a great, that's a great way of looking at it. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. Oh my right? goodness. Cause it's like the fear is the f- fear is very real. I mean, it, it is it, and, and failure and all of that, but think about it on the flip side. What, what if you try and you succeed? Okay. Right. What if you, what if you really, you will eventually. Mm-hmm. If, True. Um, 
But what's worse, like what's worse, the fear of trying or the fear of not trying? So I guess that's sort of what mm. I would say, like think about it in that, in that aspect. Sometimes even like I'll, I'll tell them, I'm like, okay, like what does it look like to not try? Go five years into the future. Mm-hmm. What's surrounding you? Like stuff like that. And it's a really powerful exercise because most of the time it's like, oh my God, my worst fear has come to life. So it's like, do you have an option then? <laughs> like it's either your worst fear comes to life in a few years and you've completely disappointed yourself or you take one small scary baby step that leads to another and another and another. And like you said, eventually you clear the goal because that's yeah. always what happens. The only thing that will secure your line in not ever achieving your goal is quitting. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I want to share that I've learned that the it's awesome to reach your goal, but what's more important is the actual journey and enjoying the journey. It really is. Can you say that louder for the people <laughs> in the back? <laughs> I know, and I know it's really, I know it's really difficult to kind of, cause you want this, like you put this goal on a pedestal and you're like, I need to have this and I want to have this. And I honestly, I can tell you from my own personal experience, um, you know, last year I had some really awesome things happen and yes, I celebrated those, those things that happened. I was named brand innovators, 40 under 40. I earned, um, outstanding achievement award for my company. I was promoted. I started a business, right? But these things are awesome. But honestly, it was the journey that was so much more exciting and rewarding. When I like reflect back, it's all about the journey. And, and, and so just keep that in mind. When you stick that goal on a big pedestal, it feels really big and heavy. So oh, you just, right? I think you just actually added me a little bit. It's like you just did. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I love that way of looking at it. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Did you see this is all how mindset comes into play? Mm-hmm. And you know, there's the this the inner part where you're really working on yourself, but it really is how you think about things. Challenge always challenge your perspective on how you see things. Just always challenge it. Question it. Ooh. See what comes get, up. Getting curious. Yeah, just get, get curious. curious. Oh my exactly. gosh. Exactly. I love that so much. We have a few more minutes and I will ask you a like super switching gears question, but I think this is important for this audience. So as a UX human in the UX world, subject matter expert, I love it. Um, First of all, what is UX? Okay, good question. (laughs) So um, UX stands for user experience. Um, And so honestly, this, I, um, my, 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 my nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I use this everywhere, really. I mean, I'm using, I use this, this skill in, in my, my business that I just opened. Um, you literally taught me this, like even <laughs> nuggets of this. I'm like, I have to do this for Heather. Like, oh my God. It's so, it's so valuable. Um, and so really this, this honestly applies to anything it applies to websites. It applies to how you use your phone. I mean, how you, to really to anything. And so what it is, the basic principle behind user experience is don't make me think. So can you say that one more time? That's beautiful. Yeah. There's actually, there's a book behind it. There's a book. It's like a really old principle, but it's don't make me think. And, um, so, and really what that is, is when you're, and we are switching gears. So I'm going to kind of talk about, um, for any, anyone who's listening, who may, may be, um, creating content, you're putting content out there for your, your audience, or you are explaining something to somebody you're working. Maybe you want to make a website. 
with your, your, your business. You want to keep it. You need to get super clear. You want to have really pithy content straight to the point and things need to be laid out in a way where you can absorb it. Think about how distracted we are when we're on our phones. Like we're so distracted. I mean, this is even in your content. You just want to make sure that it is quick to the point and makes sense. Oh, that's good. So if anyone was like, for instance, I know a lot of creatives, websites is a huge thing. Honestly, even like social media presence is now becoming such a screening factor even for getting cast. What are some things that you say really make you st- stand out about, uh, amongst the crowd? I don't know if that's, that's the right way of asking this question. But so, yeah, I mean, so it, let's say you're, if you're looking at your, your website, I, honestly, what I would say is go check out, go, go, go and check out your favorite uh, sites that you might want to shop on and go look at what they're doing, how they lay out their content and how they are, um, what words they're using and how they're using it. What you'll notice is things are very simple. There's things that are going to catch your eye and they are, if there's words that are used, they are short, sweet, and right to the point. Mm -hmm. And there's always a call to action. So, and when I say call to action, when I'm speaking about a website, you'll have a call to action to do something, Mm -hmm. buy, book, whatever it is. Um, And when we're talking about, say you are, putting out, you're writing a a Facebook or Instagram post. The same thing applies. You always want to have a question. Your call to action would mostly be a question. It's Mm -hmm. probably a question unless you're in a business and you're, you're in, in, you know, you're launching something, but Mm -hmm. you always kind of want to end, end it that way. And always remember no matter what, what is in it for them. Okay. This, your, Mm -hmm. your stuff is not about you. It's about who you're talking to. It's about your audience. So you, you want to be in that mindset when you're thinking about um, content and usability and user experience and things like that. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. What a, what a freaking podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Before we sign off, um, Heather, how, where can people find you? Oh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Come say hi. If you, uh, yeah, just come drop me a, a DM. You can find me at Heather Alice Marie. Super easy. I want to actually touch on that. Your Instagram stories, or more importantly, your car chats are some (laughs) of my favorite parts of my day. Um, You guys, Heather does these like little car chats. It's always dark outside. Are you there in the morning or night? Yes. Morning? It's like right after I finish my workout usually. So yeah. What time do you work out? Like I, like 5.30. You're amazing. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I thought my 6 a.m. workout was impressive. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But seriously, I love like if you guys want to know what user experience looks like, go watch her Instagram stories. They're so well done. I can like just so easily pinpoint everything. Anyway, it's so good. Um, anyway, continue. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, that's the, be- that's the best place to find me. Yes. I'm always on my stories, so you can definitely check out my stories. And then, you know, of course I make, I make posts in the feed, but, um, I love stories. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I love like talking behind the scenes. I'm very real. I, I'm very real with everybody. That's me. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't share everything, but. No, <laughs> but I, you know, no, no. <laughs> but I like to do, I love to do behind the scenes or what's going on or, you know, just some things to think about um, for your day. So 
I love that. Oh my gosh. Heather, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. I cannot tell you thank you enough. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Lovely. Oh my goodness. Have a beautiful night, lady, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh my gosh. Isn't she a genius? Yes, I know. Yes, she is. She had so many mic drop moments that actually I wanted to take a few seconds at the end of this episode and summarize this conversation so you guys have clear, concise takeaways. Number one, if you're wanting to dive into the law of attraction, but you see yourself laughing if it gets too woo-woo, go ahead and get You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. It's quick, it's funny, it's relatable as fuck. Also, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you're wanting to live into who you truly are and stop telling those negative stories that are holding you back. Two, if you are wanting to begin the journey of really loving yourself, stand in front of a mirror and take notice of what you're saying to yourself and when. Three, when you're feeling paralyzed by fear, do one thing, just one thing to move forward and see what happens. Four, Do the mindset work. It is one of the pillars to a happy life. Five, so what if you fail? It's a lesson and use it as reflection. Six, it's all about the journey. Don't put the goal on a pedestal. And seven, when it comes to content, make it clear, concise, to the point, and in an easy way that it can be absorbed always with a call to action. You guys, thank you so much for being here. I had a blast in this conversation and I hope you got some great takeaways. If this conversation resonated with you, go ahead and post this on social and tag both me and Heather, me at Life Coach Baker and Heather at Heather Alice Marie. And we'd love to see your favorite takeaways from today's episode. Thank you so much, guys, and have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. You guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social, scream it from the mountaintops, Raider five stars, whatever floats your boat, but it really does help get the word out there. Also, if you're wanting more daily mindset tips, follow me on Instagram at Life Coach Baker and join the Facebook group Captivating Creatives where we do a bunch of worksheets, live trainings, all for free. Also, Major shout out to Cooper Baldwin, who wrote, composed, mixed everything a human can do for music for this show. Check him out at cooperbaldwinmusic.com. Thanks, Cooper. You're amazing. You guys have a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you soon.